Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Welcome back to The Bowling Point, Dave. We have our next guest who has also has very good hair. Our last guest had great hair. Lisa Harablik was on last week. Great head of hair. The hair, I mean, like, I, I, besides myself and Dave, you got good hair too. No, we this don't. Is, this, no, we don't have good hair. This has been a podcast of well-haired uh, guest lists. Yes. Did you know that? Yeah. And Derek Reedley, great, great hair. That's what I <laughs> The salad, great salad. Thank so, you very much. Good night. So thank you, uh, Derek Reedley. My job is done. <laughs> so um, uh, our, our guest, Derek Reedley, is uh, uh, somewhat of a Renaissance man in the business world. He's he's got his uh, he's got his his hands in a lot of different neat projects. And Dave, you recently interviewed him yeah, in your Leadership yeah, yeah. Unleashed um, uh, project for the Telegraph Journal. And uh, I uh, am working with him on our current television project. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Derek has a really, really neat story. Uh, one that relates to anybody who comes from anywhere that's not a big city and wants to stay true to the roots, but also play in the playground of where the center forces of the industry. You know what I mean? I also think Derek, who's sitting right across from us, is uh, a true entrepreneur, right? And uh, so, so we're gonna we're gonna tap into that. But why don't you, because you guys collaborate a lot, do a quick intro for the audience on you know who this man is with the great hair? Okay, uh, well, this is uh, Derek Reedley, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try to list all the businesses he he owns the uh, he co-owns with his wife Revolution Strategy, as well as co-owns with his wife Talons of Venice Entertainment, mm-hmm. uh, which does all the original content uh, wing of of their work. Also owns with his wife uh, Terry uh, a real estate business called Urban uh, Reedley Urban Spaces. Mm-hmm. I know I know your whole portfolio, I'm Derek, and down. he's he works in the in the t-shirt business he works in the in the uh in the hey bring people to venice beach business uh you know uh, take them down and uh, uh introduce them to california business i don't know he, he's, he's one of those guys he's a lot of fun to hang out with we've uh, we've shared many a hotel room uh derek reedley continue your introduction please uh, yeah, that's a pretty good start, Greg. You kind of nailed everything that uh, we got up to, and you kept her clean. So I really appreciate that. And he, and he, but he did miss or, or or forget the reference about working out with Hulk Hogan. Because if you go on your Facebook, I don't know what you call it, thread or whatever. Yep. There's a great picture, and I'm rarely on. I happen to open up, boom, Facebook, and then there's Derek. Doing it, doing a, a, you know, you're looking good beside the Hulkster. I God like love, that. Yeah, I don't know about that, but it was a, that was a pretty cool moment, and that's what happens when you when you when you live in certain places. You just, you know, you. I was in the gym one day just doing a workout, and all of a sudden. But you, but Hulk you made Hogan a point of going over and taking a picture with him, which is very cool. Well, what happened, to be honest, was I was giving him some space uh, because you don't, you know, you don't like to bother. It's the Canadian thing. Well, it's a Canadian thing, and and you do see. These notable people around in uh, Los Angeles, so you just kind of give them their space because it's their home. <clears throat> but another fella came up to me and asked me to take a picture of him and Hulk. So while I was there, I said, 
What the hey? What the hey? So I think there's a good way to uh, to get right into it, Derek. So yeah, Derek, t- tell us where we're talking about. Yeah, d- tell us a little bit of your life story in the last year. Uh, in the last year, well, uh, after uh, about uh, 18 years of uh, working for ourselves here in St. John, New Brunswick, uh, and growing a, a company called Revolution Strategy, which is a mid-sized uh, communications agency in the service business, uh, uh, Terry and I uh, had been struggling with how to, instead of, uh, as, as you have to do in the service business, build once and sell once, how we could actually develop things that we could build once and sell many times. Uh, and that led us to, well, Greg Hemming's doorstep, and we began collaborating on uh, television content. Uh, uh, so we've been we've been working on that a little bit ever since you drug me down to Venice Beach a couple of years ago and opened my. And when eyes. he says drug, he doesn't mean drug. <laughs> but I like I literally dragged him to Venice Beach, and he put me into a, a shopping cart. Yeah, I did. True story. And crashed him. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, having, you know, trying to move towards the content business. Uh, in St. John, New Brunswick, is good, and it, but it's a hard slog, as Greg uh, knows. So, uh, you know, our uh, affinity for Southern California and uh, Los Angeles and the market that that really gives us access to um, caused us to, to pull up stakes, and we, uh, we moved our family and opened a small office in, uh, uh, in, in Venice Beach, and we spend most of our time there and, and, and a week or two uh, a month uh, back here, where the engine uh, really is. Well, okay, good. I'm glad you bring that up because you, you. I mean, when when I interviewed you for the column, you were just on your way out. Yeah, we day did, before we, we did a two part, right? Yeah, and it was cool because the first part, Greg, was, you know, you could see the nerves, right? Like, like kind of like, what am I? What did I commit to, right? Like, I mean, I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah, and uh, and then part two is. You know, there's some really cool things are happening, right? Yeah. And um, but I, you know, the neat part of the story for me was this isn't about you just and, and the family and Terry and your boys going to California and starting up a shop. It's like you're you're connecting what you've done here yep. and the talent here and uh, exposing it in a big way to a new marketplace is what I was taken from it. Right. So so for the audience' sake, just maybe walk them through that. Like, what does that look like? How does that look for you well really uh we, revolution strategy the the agency is the engine it is it is the hub uh both you know from for years and years has been the revenue hub uh but it is also the creative hub and it's where we incubate and develop uh ideas it's where we helped to incubate and develop the ideas that uh, talents of venice uh, uh, has been uh, uh, pitching and uh, and in fact the show that we've developed together with uh hemming's house uh, that 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 was done here. Uh, there are uh, services that Revolution can sell there, but really, what it does is, uh, 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 while we're while we're assembling ideas, it, it being in Los Angeles gives us access to a network that you know you just you just don't have here, and you don't really get access to unless you're there. You need to be going to lunches. You need to be going to events. You need to be going to dinner with people. You need to just drop in and have coffee, and that's how business gets done. Uh, uh, so uh, we're able to create here, uh, but sell there. And it's uh, it's true what you say there, Derek, because every time I've been there, uh, it is so wealthy. 
with connections and opportunities. You just have to pick up the phone or send an email, an authentic request for a meeting, and it happens with yep. the head exec of a, uh, a broadcaster that you've been dying to meet at one of these conferences where you can never meet them. Yep. Just by being based in the, in the vortex of what your industry is makes so much sense. And that's why so many companies uh, say they want to set up in Toronto or Montreal or Vancouver or New York or LA. It's because they're in the thick of it. So, But we are unique. Uh, those of us who have decided to build businesses outside of metropolitan centers, uh, we don't know if it's unique for <laughs> as a strength or as a weakness. I would suggest it's it's we could turn this into a strength because of what Derek is doing downstairs is we've got such tight, loyal um, crew bases, essentially, uh, in these smaller markets. But if you can sell in the core by having a, a, a presence in the core, it seems to make sense. And you can go work out with guys like uh, like <laughs> the Hulk and uh, and everybody else I see pictures from Derek, you know. Well, look, there, there's all kinds of ancillary benefits. You know, the weather ain't bad. Uh, but when we first, when I first arrived Especially there. Especially this winter. Uh, that's right. Oh, uh, This winter's been a doozy. Uh, when I arrived there three years ago, uh, I was fully prepared not to like it. I... Um, you know, there's a real difference between East Coast, West Coast, but there's a significant difference North to South, Northeast to Southwest, <laughs> too. So uh, uh, the thing that I discovered very quickly was that the people there are incredibly friendly, incredibly open, incredibly uh, um, uh, willing to develop relationships. And you know how it works, guys. People want to work with people that they like. And, you know, Maritimers have got a pretty good brand and, and, and we can usually charm anyone in any uh, room. So that's that's been a, a pretty good uh, tool for us to uh, to use. And, and, and really, I never would have known it had I not gone down and just started shaking hands and, and kissing babies. Um, we've got a lot going for it. Literally, I, Literally, he was doing that. Yeah. So, so you, but you, no, but here's the part of the story that I, for me, that's, that's most interesting, right? So a lot of people have ideas <clears throat> about how they want to expand into export markets and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, so you had a taste and you said, we're doing it. Yeah. I'm along with obviously your, your life partner, yeah. right? And you made, you, and I was strategic and all stuff, but there was like a leap of faith. And we, we talked, we bantered about this in the, in the columns that we wrote or that I wrote. Um, t- like, what was it that got you... Or was it a point in time, or what helped you take the leap of faith? It was faith? Terry Reedley. Okay. Uh, in fact, you uh, when you say leap, that is 100% right, because when we talked the day before we got on a plane yeah. with eight suitcases and moved our entire life to uh, Los Angeles, uh, that's because we have two young children, um, uh, I said it was we were in midair. It's like we'd let go of one trapeze bar and... and, and, and we, it was that thrill. It was that real rush. And then some things fell into place. And by the time we talked again in December, it felt like we were just getting our fingers on the bar on the other side. So it's, uh, it, it, that, that's an accurate an- analogy. So the, sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Well, look, it, to be honest, uh, Terry and I are a pretty good team and we have a very broad range. I range, you know, I'm a pretty good mix of left brain and right brain, and she's a pretty good mix of left brain right brain. I skew more right, uh, but I go all the way uh, into the left brain and I'm really, really good at strategy and can be good at tactics if I, if I focus on them. She's really good at tactics, tactics in, in the left brain uh, uh, and strategy, but can also uh, move over to, uh, to the right brain. So we cover a lot of territory. And to be honest, there's lots of times 
when I'll say, geez, wouldn't it be neat to do this? And she'll just say, well, why don't we do it? And it's that slap in the face or that bucket of cold water on me that goes, why don't we just do it? Right? And that's a good question, Derek. Why don't people just do it? What, what are some of the things that maybe even you you and uh, Terry in your in your life, you know, coming up to this point, but all of us, why don't we just do it? Oh. What are some of the things that hold us back? Well, I mean, it's all a successory poster if you boil it right down. You know, there's a million cliches about it, you know, just do it or whatever. Uh, I think people have different comfort zones. Uh, and mine, as I've said to you, Dave, is my comfort zone is outside of my comfort zone. I just feel a little bit better. More alive. Yeah, more alive yeah. And, and, and more... Uh, um, I'm always... This sound, I don't like talking about myself like this, but it, you know, I'm always looking forward. <clears throat> Not because I'm, try, I'm trying to or I'm... Develop, it's just my natural... My, the, the way my, my brain naturally goes, I'm thinking about tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. I don't usually think about today or yesterday uh, as much. So um, in the pursuit of that with, with a great uh, business partner and, and, and life partner who really puts her knee at your back mm-hmm. and, and leans you into that, things just naturally happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, th- that's a lot of it. Sometimes you just you, you find something and you put yourself on a trajectory and you don't even know you're putting yourself on a trajectory. We went to Los Angeles for the first time three years ago, and I was on the uh, uh, we we were there on a Sunday afternoon on Venice Beach. It was a beautiful day. There was more people out on the boardwalk than there were in this whole city that we live in. And for a guy who's spent most of his life in this place and loves this place, it was a really eye-opening experience. I'd traveled the world, but to be in this place with all these people, all this energy, and for it to be the center of the entertainment and creative services business, it was just, it was an eye-opener. And I knew within five hours, Terry <laughs> Terry called me and said, what do you think? And I said, I, yeah, we got to spend some more time here. Three weeks later, she was down to take a look at it. And when she was down, that's when we started looking towards good for you. Move there I love that. That was a good story, yeah. eh? It felt right, and then it was about how do we make it work. And yeah. the, and the best part is you didn't just abandon what you had built over a number of years. You were able to find a way to strategically leverage what you already have, right? Yes, and and, and a lot of that really is because I'm to the point when I was younger and uh, uh, for certain reasons, whether it was the certain t- certain type of clients we had or the certain type of work we were doing, I worked in the business a lot. I mean, uh, it's really, uh, when you're when you're in the, uh, the, the the advertising agency business or the accounting business or the, the, the if you're a law firm, you're working it. You're in it. And it's hard to kind of mm-hmm. rise up. Mm-hmm. But after uh, uh, 2000, around 2011, I decided to try and elevate our perspective and stopped working in the business, <clears throat> excuse me, as much, uh, and started working on the business a, a, a little bit more. And that perspective, to be honest, is the most freeing thing that is that is that has led to this it's enabled well i'm guessing like i mean i'm just thinking of and you know man this is uh, to me this is every every entrepreneur's biggest challenge right especially if you're a practitioner and you love your what you practice right, right? like if it's coaching filmmaking advertise you know whatever it is yeah if that that if you hate it the, the work then it's easy to probably elevate yourself but if you enjoy it it's hard to get above it right but at the, at the same time you have to if you want if you really want to scale right I like to analyze this thing because it was actually on, on it, it was actually my team who forced me to do what what you did a few years ago yeah. and become a visionary yeah 
Uh, and what that means is you're not a tactical uh, practitioner anymore. Yeah. Your job, as if you decide as this type of CEO, yeah, is to to be a dreamer. Yeah. And most entrepreneurs would love to be able to dream. Yeah. Most well, of them. I think they're oh, natural yeah. dreamers. They're they're natural dreamers. But can you imagine? But and if you're a practitioner, give enough time to dream. Exactly, Dave. There's no time. You think there's no time to dream. There's a yeah. great ho- movie, a hockey movie about this. Do you know what? Uh, I is it Field of Dreams? Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Goon. Dank. Slap uh, shot. Uh, <laughs> How did I miss that one? Um, <laughs> I find practitioners, which I am one of, uh, as a filmmaker, when I had my team tell me, suggest strongly to get out of the way, mm. um, it almost hurt my feelings in a way because I was like, am I not a good enough filmmaker anymore? Mm-hmm. They had passed me in certain skill sets, which I told them when I hired them. When, when you come work with me, you've got a year to become a better editor. You've got a year to become a better camera operator, all this, and, and they did. Mm-hmm. When, but when I, when I took the ego out and realized what they're actually asking me to do was, go grow this business for us so yep. we can keep on doing this stuff. And you know right. what, Greg? You might be a decent editor and filmmaker and a good director or whatever, but you're better at making friends. Yeah. So if making friends is the way you're going to build this thing. Mm-hmm. And Derek, I think you and I are going through a very similar type of trajectory in that because we're both good at making friends yeah and if that's going to grow our businesses yeah well, i said it earlier people like to work with people that they uh that they like it's really that simple that's that's what makes the world go around uh and to your point about your team pushing you out of the nest you know uh if you can build the right team or work with somebody who can build the right team because i can't take responsibility for building the team that's built downstairs terry's actually really really good at assembling uh teams it's it's very freeing so it when you get that trust and that's why we're such good partners because we 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 trust uh one another uh you you can really free yourself up to do anything but you got to get the team right and you know, I also think there's something to do with uh, the amount of experience and the number of uh, years that you've spent on this this earth. I wasn't in the right headspace to do this uh, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Some are. But for me, I, I needed the kind of runway uh, that I that I uh, th- th- that we took to to get there. It, 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 it is just something that it was a combination of experience age you know you just kind of calm down when you hurt, hit a certain age like greg you're not even there yet but i know you're you're you're, uh, you're don't, 40 don't go, plus no no not even close what are you 41 <laughs> this is an old man he's like like 58 I'm, but it's true it's true eh? you get you i'm 44 his, yeah, yeah, you and see. when i hit 40 there was a real change like i just i calmed the right down a little bit and i i'm still very very competitive but in a in a co-opetition type of mm-hmm. of way so mm-hmm. i think everything just sort of coalesced uh, at the at, at the right time or is coalescing because I think it's a good challenge for us all to be you know if we really want to scale our business I mean you can't be in it all the time right or you have to find someone else who's going to be the visionary who's going to take the time to be creative and think if that's the case right right so so let's take that so it's kind of it's the metaphor of the uh, trapeze bar it's kind of the same in the terms of working on and in right because you have to make a conscious effort and you have to let go yeah and before you grab on to the next the next bar um, so having done that in, in many ways working on versus in mm. going to a new marketplace right mm-hmm. that felt right without really knowing um, mm. there's a really cool project that you guys are collaborating on. Yep. I'd love for you guys to talk about because uh, I think the listeners would, I don't think they, well, I don't know if they know anything about it. 
don't Great. think we've Why talked about it. Rip into it. Well, we talked about it a few weeks ago, Dave. Uh, obviously, you don't remember. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I was reading uh, about Up of Ungrateful Dead at the time, and I completely... Is that when you were on that alcohol binge? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly we when we, it was. We don't talk about that in the boiling point. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't even know if we're really uh, able yet to really identify some of the, like, who our customers, but we're, we're doing a very cool show. Yeah. and. You know, it's it's called the Real Houses of, yeah. and uh, we've been we're shooting like sixty six wicked cool houses like this, all around North like, America. Yeah, this is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah it's we really have a neat. national broadcaster in Canada. Yeah, it's, and, and it's real. Work, it's working in the US attack. as well. And uh, Derek, why, why don't you express a little bit about um, how this process started? And we don't have a lot of time left, yeah. but this is really cool, Dave how Derek and I came up with this idea yeah. and Terry as well. Like it was, um, anyway, anyway, just, just go back to that nugget of that decision for us to spend a bit of money and go somewhere away from here. Sure. Uh, look, I was, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go in the beginning. I was raised here. Uh, and you know what it's like to be raised in the Maritimes. <clears throat> Nothing really for 99% of uh, the uh, the population here is valued more than hard work. Like hard work, putting in the time. Uh, and that's good and it's great to learn to do that. But I kind of reached a point where actually working a little slower and delegating a lot more and giving my head the space it needed to uh, develop ideas became something that I started to follow. And that basically, Greg, was the process that you and I uh, went through to develop this television show. We took four days, three or four days, I can't remember. And we went to, this was before we were living in Los Angeles. We rented a cottage in Venice Beach and went down and, to, to just come up with ideas for television shows. And, you know, the natural inclination, yours and mine, and Terry, who was with us, was first day to sit down and go, all right, we got eight hours, let's go. Well, I think 40 minutes into it, we said, oh my God, we've got so many good ideas. I think you went surfing, or we went and bought skateboards, or we did something, and we just, honestly, we worked a couple of hours a day. We gave our brains enough space to think and develop, <clears throat> because when you're wired like us, you don't just have to be in the moment and doing the work or writing something down or typing something up to be actually working. I'm working when I'm, uh, you know, watching TV sometimes. I'm working when I'm driving. I'm working when I'm just walking up the uh, the road or just shooting the shit with with you. So giving your your head the, the, the space to uh, develop ideas is something that's become really, really valuable. And, and that's developed over the last few years. I learned it from an old friend of mine named Bill Whitehead, who I used to go away with for a week to we, uh, Jamaica. We, we heard about him from uh, Gene Fowler. Gene Fowler. See, I was right. listening yeah. to that interview. Yeah. Yes. So so this is really cool. So you guys, the process, you guys went and you decided to, to tap into your creativity, maybe in a little bit different way. And, and, and this is co probably comes from experience, eh? Yeah. You know, like learning what works for you and what, what Trust, doesn't work. your gut. Gut, right? And then, but, but Here's the interesting thing. It's turned into something very concrete, very real, very, very tangible, real. and very right. exciting. When and and so 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 you guys have just been hinting around it, but like oh. what's what's the meat of it? So the show is called The Real Houses of. We have uh, 20 episodes with a national. We still can't tell who the broadcaster is. Uh, it's a national broadcaster in Canada, and it's being sold in the United States and and around the world currently. It's Charlotte County Cable. <laughs> 
um, it's called The Real Houses of 20 episodes we've done. Uh, but what they are, are are journeys into little neighborhoods in communities. So there will be one episode called The Real Houses of Atlantic Canada. There will be another one called The Real Houses of uh, 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 Venice Beach and uh, The Real Houses of Santa Monica and Malibu. Very cool. Yeah, and what they are is there's three, it's half-hour shows, uh, and they are interesting little uh, interviews and uh, home tours of people who've created really, really extraordinary uh, spaces. So interesting people who have created extraordinary spaces and expressed their personalities within. So some really beautiful, interesting to die for. And, and I understand you guys are using some fabulous Atlantic Canadian con- uh, 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 talent yes. to help this story you know, share the story with the viewers. Well, two things. If you, so, uh, one, the crew is predominantly from Atlantic Canada. It's Greg's crew who's flying all over uh, North America. Uh, seven episodes in Los Angeles, five in New York, three in Vancouver, three in Texas, and, and a couple in Atlantic Canada. So they're getting out and uh, getting experience and also getting a lot of feedback from people who are telling them, you're the best crew that we've ever uh, worked with. That and is Who cool. knew? Yeah. Who knew? And if you don't get out of your friggin' area code... You never, you never, uh, you never have anything to put in perspective. Five oh six. Five oh six. Secondly, um, uh, we've we've we 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 pushed pretty hard actually with the broadcaster when we sold this idea to uh, do a couple of episodes. Did you in guys Atlantic go down County. to Charlotte County? We actually didn't shoot in Charlotte County, but we could. No, no, no. Our, our broadcaster, broadcaster is in Charlotte County. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, we don't go down We, we, we stay in the yeah, big we, city. We, we, we had a, a few uh, salt cods together and yeah. you know, went, went over a moose head. And... But, you know, the, to, 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 to that point, the, the broadcaster was good enough to let us uh, really use two full episodes, six homes in uh, Atlantic Canada. Nice. Which, to be honest... You, you know, isn't exactly the first place you think of when you're doing great homes in Vancouver, uh, Texas, uh, uh, New York, and Los Angeles. You know, Atlantic Canada is not the fifth of that uh, five. Even though there's some great stuff here, you just people don't tend to look here as much as, as they should. But being from here, it's allowed us to, uh, 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 to, to tell those stories for people and show those extraordinary places. And I hate to say it, our time is coming to an end. Uh, <laughs> there's so many more things I want to I talk know, about as well. So uh, here's so here's the segue. There's a couple things. One one is I understand that you're going to announce something exciting on the bowling point in the future. Uh, well, it, you know, I made that commitment before we started. We, we, we are working on a bit of a uh, a startup. It's premature to start talking about it, but okay. we're out uh, developing the idea, doing the same sort of thing that we did when we started Talons. Uh, and uh, so we're it's very early stage so we'll follow up on that however the world and the the announcement will be right here on the boiling point someday and it's appropriate which means nothing it's appropriate because of the size of this booth that's all I I can say I'm pretty sweaty it's sweaty. <laughs> it's a little warm. So, so how do people learn more about uh, Talons Revolution? Derek Reedley, uh, uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, literally. If you uh, uh, Google any uh, uh, Derek Reedley Revolution strategy, Talons of Venice, uh, Reedley Urban Spaces. Reedley spelled R I E D L E. If you go, uh, you can. F- I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm out there. It's not hard to find me. There's not many Derek Reedleys in the world. There's not. Not with a voice like that. No, I mean the name. Like, literally, there's like, there, <laughs> well there, said. there's two others. Is it one's, right? one's a university student in uh, New Mexico, and the other one's in, uh, a teenager in Boston. Who's oh. funny when it cross feeds, and he, because <laughs> we're friends, 
he friended me on oh, Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So there's all kinds of times when you'll see Derek Reedley likes Derek Reedley's status. <laughs> that's not me. That's him. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen, we, we're literally uh, about Up 30 seconds. It. So as far okay. as uh, takeaways for me, just having that, that uh, um, you know, uh, the ability to say it's okay to step away mm. and jump out. Brilliant things can come out of that. Mm-hmm. That's my takeaway, mm-hmm. and I'm living it right now. Mm-hmm. How about you? Outside your comfort zone. And the other thing, and it's a good reminder for me, is um, r- recognizing what it takes for your for your creative juices to flow. You know, and to and to you know, like and take and trust. That, that that'll come so that's that's my takeaways this is awesome by the way i can see why you guys do this i never really i was like why 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 but this is awesome this Thank is you. really cool just to actually talk like this yeah. i don't care if anybody listens just be oh, great no. to talk to you and guys there are actually some pretty good downloads wow yeah 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 we had about twenty thousand last week so by the way i didn't mean nobody's i didn't <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Over> no. <out>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on BlastTheRadio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's BlastTheRadio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter.